0: Of the county in South Dakota where this incident occurred is not the only funny thing about the story. Authorities with the Minnehaha County Sheriff's Office say this unidentified man was charged with trespassing Saturday after that man was told to leave a property and refused to do so. A spokesman for the Minnehaha County Sheriff's Office admitted that yes, the man did have business at the location, but his business was concluded. Therefore, he needed to leave. After being told several times to do so and eventually being escorted from the property, he continued to return until someone who could arrest him was called to the scene. The property in question, the Minnehaha County Jail, from which the man had just been released but refused to leave.
1: <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. That's right. I don't want to go home. I kind of like it here. <laughs> well, Cliff, I've been doing a lot of thinking about this and uh, a couple of things real quick. Uh, this, uh, yeah. Entire year twenty twenty. I wish there was some place yeah. I could take my calendar and send it back and get a new year because I'm pretty well <laughs> done with this one.
0: Could we get Could we get like the manufacturer to order a recall of these calendars? I wish they
1: would. <laughs> if there was an address, I would send mine back because I'm. Yeah. Well, twenty twenty just sucks. I'll, I'll just say it like that. Well, no, it, you're it absolutely does, right. You know, I mean, it's so bad that yesterday in town here, right yeah. there on the square, yeah. I saw some weird looking dude with a long beard. Yeah. With a poster. Okay. He's holding this thing up and the sign says, the end is not near. And I'm like, I wish it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm ready for this to be done. Uh Uh-huh. You know, Cliff, I never thought I would uh, live to see the day where in my general area. Yeah. There's speakeasies. I just can't hardly believe (laughs) that. I thought that was a New York kind of thing. You know what I mean? Where are the speakeasies? (laughs) You know. The barbershops, the restaurants we were told yeah. about in Illinois. Oh,
0: oh yeah, I remember that now. Yes, I forgot.
1: with the little secret password and all of that, no cell so phones allowed. Haircut. That's yeah. amazing, isn't it, that it's come yeah. down to that? It is. It is amazing. <laughs> well, Cliff, I was reading this morning that uh, disease trackers, you know, the folks that kind of tell us what's going on with yeah. this virus, yeah. they're saying that an early March choir practice in the state of Washington created a Super spreader event where one person infected 52 other people in the yes. practice. Now that's one other reason I hate this year 2020. Why is that? Because until this year, yeah, I always used the term super spreader to describe the spatula that I used to put peanut butter on my bread sandwich. <laughs> that was my super spreader right there, and now. <laughs> They've messed it up, and, you know, now I think about it as a disease kind of thing.
0: Well, you knew there was bound to be one. It just took a couple of days for the facts to surface. Police in Tampa, Florida called to a residence in the late hours Sunday where, after a brief investigation, they arrested 32-year-old Sandra K. Webb. The incident was, authorities say, a verbal altercation that turned physical, and, yes, the target of her anger was her husband. Board say the victim in the case had gone to bed. But the anger inside his wife had continued to bubble. And as the, main, as the man laid there, Sandra entered the room, then spit on his arm and chest, and then struck him with a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> it was the same bouquet of flowers that Webb's husband had purchased for their children to give to Mom for Mother's Day. She was apparently upset she had received flowers for Mother's Day and took her anger out on Dad. And that leaves you to wonder what condition the man would be in today if he had also elected to include a card and chocolates as part of the Mother's Day gift. Good good thing she doesn't like bowling.
1: (laughs) You'd have a ball on the forehead right now, Cliff. (laughs) This rain cliff has has really upset my plans for later on this afternoon, if it doesn't get out of here.
0: (laughs) You had plans for later on this afternoon? Huge
1: plans. After I read the forecast yesterday... Yeah. And it said it was going to be up to 80 and a little bit of wind, but mostly sunny. I thought, perfect. This is when I'm going to do it. But I don't know if I can do it in the rain, Cliff. I just don't think I can. <laughs> and what I'm talking yeah. about is this. Yeah. Uh, okay, what? Well, experts are all going around saying that the coronavirus that we're fighting, it actually can survive on paper money. Now, okay. whoever you want to believe here, but most yeah. of the experts are saying the risk of getting the virus off of your cash is pretty low. I would say that would be fair a fair statement, yeah. Yes, but if you're one of those who thinks, you know what, it could be on my cash, mm-hmm. I was wanting to hold a paper money collection drive through right. in the front of Country 981 from 1 <laughs> so, to 3 this afternoon. So,
0: so you're going to stand out there, and anyone who has uh, cash money that's uh, contaminated, you'd be willing to take that off their hands.
1: Yeah, well, saying. safer than that, Cliff. I've got a box made up. You can just throw it in the box. Oh, you don't even have to stand there. No, I, I want to socially distance everybody. Yeah. So if you have some cash and it yeah. gets sunny... This afternoon. I'm not doing it in the rain. My cardboard box will wash away. Oh, yeah, that'd be bad. You got some money that you're afraid of that it might be contaminated. (laughs) You go through the drive-thru. It'll be right out front. Drop it off. Please do that. I feel like I've let you down this morning, Cliff, here at 724. I feel bad about that. Why would you say
0: that? that? Why why would you say that? I don't understand.
1: Well, here we sat on our six-week anniversary from being away from each other and i forgot yeah. to get you anything to celebrate today and oh, i feel a little bad i should have sent it's... you something in the mail i'm kind of wondering yeah. about you and what's going on is everything going okay at the sweatpants lounge yeah. i'm assuming i will tell you that um the uh the rain was
0: banging against the window so hard that i couldn't hardly hear a couple of minutes ago <laughs> um and just like what was it it was like 10 after 7 and it was raining yes And like 20 minutes earlier, the neighbor was mowing his grass. (laughs) It was like 6.50, and he was mowing his grass. But uh, I will also tell you that there have been some disruptions uh, to operations of the Sweatpants Lounge. What's happened? Over over the recent days. Well, yesterday, it was some neighbor who we don't normally converse with. They live just like Caddy Corner from us on the other side of the corner. Um, It was some member of their household's birthday. And they uh, put up a bunch of signs in the front yard that said it was whoever it was, it was their birthday, please honk. And I thought, what a cute way to celebrate someone's birthday. Because, you know, you can't have a birthday party now. That's right. Um, so people can drive by and honk. And at the beginning, I thought it was cute. After... 483 different cars honking As they went by as the day went on And then on well into about 10 o'clock last night It wasn't quite (laughs) secure
1: I bet not You want me to drive by the sweatpants lounge today And lay on my horn?
0: No, I do not want you to honk your horn
1: Perhaps we can have uh, our listeners Who know where you live drive by And give you a little toot (laughs) I don't want anybody to drive by And toot Well, I hate to bring it up, but Yeah, more bad news for the year 2020 cliff
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) evidently
1: there's a surplus of cheese whiz oh no yes what happened this year was the growing conditions were just ideal and we've got a good whiz crop going on right now (laughs) and so we're being asked to eat as much cheese whiz as we possibly can
0: so where in the country uh do the farmers grow whiz?
1: You know, I'm not sure. And maybe a local <laughs> farmer could call in at eight one two three eight six twelve fifty and tell I was us. But say, I maybe think
0: Matt, maybe Matt Hawking knows about whiz.
1: Well, he might. If <laughs> yeah. not, maybe some other, you know, farmer in the area. Yeah. I think yeah. it's in Idaho. You think so? I think it's potatoes and whiz in <laughs> Idaho. That's I'm just going by memory here. I'm not sure, Cliff. Okay. My mom would never bring cheese Whiz home to us, Cliff. (laughs) We were like little birds in the nest. Yeah. Wanting some cheese Whiz, and she never would buy it. And I'm telling you, (laughs) it's been years, years since I've ate that stuff. Have you eaten it recently?
0: I can't say that I have, actually. (sighs) The
1: best I can remember, Cliff, on the rare occasions that I, you know, as I got older... Actually went out and bought some because I thought yeah. you know, it was like the thing you're not supposed to buy because yeah. we never had it. Yeah. Best I remember it tastes an awful lot like a melted traffic cone. <laughs> kinda at least the texture, you know, going down.
0: Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. We now let's take a look at some promising news from the world of science. Everyone is looking for a way to either keep you from getting coronavirus completely or to make your body a lot tougher at defending against it and researchers at the University of Lethbridge in Canada say they might have a way to do the latter. And it's all natural. Those scientists researched 400 different strains of a commonly used plant and identified a dozen varieties that could make the body a less fertile ground for the potentially deadly virus to take root. And now they'll begin a more detailed research on each of those, although initial indications say some of those have reduced what's called viral receptors by as much as 73%. All of those plants, by the way, are variations of marijuana.
1: <laughs> so Willie's going to live forever? Is that what that's you're trying what, to tell me?
0: He's certainly not going to get the coronavirus. <laughs> well, <that's>, yes.
1: <laughs> Especially yeah. on his tour bus, I'm quite that's sure right. of that. Yes. Well, Cliff, I'm kind of a worry yeah. wart here this morning. and <laughs> Yeah. I kind of worry about everything. And since we're celebrating our six weeks apart from each other this morning. It's kind of our anniversary date. Yeah. I circled it on the calendar about three weeks ago.
0: Six weeks ago today, I couldn't stand to be
1: in your presence any longer. That's (laughs) Yes, that's kind of what it was, yes. (laughs) And so that brings up this question, and I don't know if you've thought of this. What happens, you know, heaven forbid, that you, Cliff Ingram, Um, get sick? How would you call in sick to work? Since you're in the sweatpants lounge, <laughs> well, what what what's the procedure there? Do you think?
0: I I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it could I happen. Suppose,
1: no, no, you're absolutely right. It
0: could happen. Uh, I I don't know. I would suppose I would um, make arrangements to have news prepared. You know, and, although if I got sick and that might leave me unable to, um, you know, talk well, would have difficulty breathing. I could probably still sit in a chair and write out some news which I could email to you to you and then you'd be in charge of reading the news.
1: Well, do you think oppressive management would, you know, make you do that Zoom thing and put you on video and make you stick your tongue out and say all so they could make sure you was uh, So really they could make sure I was sick and not just play it off, you know.
0: <laughs> That's a good question. I, probably if it were you,
1: yes. <laughs> They're going to take your word for it, aren't they?
0: Yeah, they'll take my word for
1: it. I'm sure they will. Looking for a brave caller this morning. Hi,
0: who's Hi. this? Hi, this is Jeff. Jeff, where are you from?
1: Ah, from Vincennes, Indiana. Okay. Well, Jeff, what's your last name? In case you're wrong, we want to be able to know exactly who we're blaming. <laughs> it's it's uh, Simmons. Now, that's not a made-up name, right? Oh, no, that's the one that has all my birth certificate. All right. Well, okay. Jeff Simmons from Vincennes, are you ready to play Spy the Lie? Yes. Have you ever heard of the Tennessee Birdwalk song? song? Uh, I have not. <laughs> you're a lucky man. You're a lucky man. Well, here we go. I'm in
0: for a treat. <laughs> yes. Well, no, you're uh, going to get it yeah. right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm going to read you these three statements, Jeff. You tell me which one is the lie. Number one. Most statues created before the year 1800 were made of a mixture of cement and pigeon poop. (laughs) Number two, one in every eight Americans has been employed at some time in their life by McDonald's. And number three, a young whale is called a calf. Uh, Let's see. I think that number two is a lie. That's a lie. One in every eight Americans has worked at McDonald's yes well guess what jeff <laughs> what's that you're going to get to hear tennessee bird walk because <laughs> no. that's actually the truth oh, oh my this. i just say you guys a day didn't i yes you did
0: <laughs> yeah you uh well, you screwed that one up big time
1: jeff <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> it's all jeff simmons fault in vincennes <laughs> there we go now are you well known in the vincennes area jeff uh yes, uh, pretty well yes. Well, you're really yeah. going to be known now, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's going to be rather infamous. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait. Well, thanks for playing, Jeff, and be sure you listen to this tune, okay? All right, you All guys right. have a good one. You too. You too. Bye bye. Oh my. Oh my. Of course, oh Cliff. It was my. number one was the lie. Yes. You kind of knew that, didn't you? I believe I did. Yeah. Kind of wish Jeff knew it, but there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Tennessee oh. bird walk time. Okay. Looking at our wow. text messaging service, I don't think yeah. any of our other wonderful listeners know Jeff Simmons and Vincennes well enough, especially his family, to be mentioning that kind of war <laughs> language.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Please. Please direct all comments and complaints to Jeff Simmons of Vincennes.
1: Yes, he's well-known throughout the Vincennes area. So he says. So he says, and he's really going to be well-known now. He's always going to be known as the birdwalk man of Vincennes, Cliff. Well, the AP News Mm -hmm. off and on today, Cliff, has been talking about restaurants reopening. and the. Well, it's going to look different when you get inside a restaurant from now on, at least for a little while, and... You know, they're going yep. to try to keep, you know, mm-hmm. down to like a 50% capacity. And I read a story that in, well, Washington, Virginia, a restaurant there decided they're going yep. to keep people spaced away by using mannequins. They will dress <laughs> mannequins and stick them in different tables so that you can't sit there with them whenever right. they finally get to reopen later on this month.
0: And that way you won't feel, I don't know. So lonely because you're sitting around a bunch of empty tables. Yes, that's There'll exactly. There'll be plastic people to sit next
1: to you. All dressed up <laughs> yes. in suits yeah. and stuff and different, yeah. you know, outerwear. Uh-huh. And the restaurant yeah. chef says that, yeah. I'm quoting now, I've always mm-hmm. had a thing for mannequins. They never complain about anything, <laughs> and you can have lots of fun uh-huh. dressing them up. Now that feeling that just went down your spine... That's the creepy coming home. Yeah. Because that's creepy, Cliff, whenever a guy's wanting to play with mannequins. (laughs) Time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Oh, my. Well, age is just a number, as all of us know. It's what they say. But according to a new survey of over Mm -hmm. 2,000 Americans, once you reach a certain age, it doesn't matter how good you feel on the inside, you are officially old.
0: (laughs) Okay
1: and it may sound a bit early to some of you listening this morning. I know it did to me, yeah, but an individual is officially elderly once they hit fifty seven <laughs> really that's what it says <laughs> fifty seven
0: that means I'm just about six weeks away from being
1: elderly that's right cane <laughs> in hand in all cliff that yeah. is shocking it's fifty seven Now, they said some of the things to look at, you know, to make sure that you're elderly, Cliff, Mm -hmm. is you have the signs of declining health. Okay. Did you check that off your list? Are you okay there? I feel fairly comfortable where I'm at. Okay. I've
0: got some aches and pains and whatnot, uh, but I know people who take a, uh, you know, a, a, a massive amount of prescription drugs every day to stay healthy, and I take one.
1: So I'm not doing too bad. That's not bad. How about yeah. wrinkles? Got a few wrinkles. All right. We'll put you but down as a ex- check.
0: But they're, they're acceptable. Yeah.
1: Weight gain? I
0: think that goes without saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just had to say it, though.
0: Thank you. Gray hair? Oh, yeah. There's some gray hair.
1: And the beginning of loss of hair. I don't have that problem. Okay. Well, you've checked off about three out of the five, Cliff. Yeah. For elderly. And all of that, sadly...
0: You can take to the bank. But on a good note,
1: you'll get a senior citizen's discount when you get there. Yes, and free checking. (laughs) Cliff? Yes? We received a message by the phone here a few minutes ago, and I hope I've got this all loaded up and ready to go. I was kind of rushed, but uh, take a listen to this and see what you think. Let's see if this plays okay.
0: This is Billy Sharp in Orangeville, and I just wanted to ask Reed and uh, Cliff, what is it, called when you reach
1: 85 years old? Billy Sharp <laughs> from Owensville wants to know what we call it when you hit 85. Okay. For me, Cliff, yeah. that's going to be a miracle. That's not going to probably <laughs> ever happen. But congratulations to you, Billy, for 85 and many so, more. Uh,
0: so she's 85? Yes. That the, yeah. Yes. Um, I would call that badass.
1: Wow. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> I will bet you, Cliff. <laughs> yeah. And, and I know Billy Sharp. Yeah. I'll bet you no one has ever called her that before in 85 years. <laughs> and well, here, good. And here you've sprung it on us this morning. It was like, today years old when someone called me a badass. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be safe and make good choices. Yep. And if you do those two things, mm-hmm. that's how you make it to 85 years young right there. <laughs> And become a badass. Yeah, that's right. Cliff, <laughs> anything else said this morning?
0: Phrases of a day start with number three. Six weeks ago today, I couldn't stand to be in your presence any longer.
1: <laughs> oh, the memories. You know, that's,
0: that's a little harsh. But, <laughs> it, well, <you> know. <laughs> truth sometimes hurts. I know. True. Birds will walk around in their underwear. <laughs> Which is a lyric from the punishment song we had to play today. <laughs> yes. Wow. And the number one Morning Roadshow phrase for today, we've got a good whiz crop right now. Oh, do we? <laughs> what do you harvest a whiz crop with?
1: I don't want to see the head on that combine, no. Saying, no. A, fun, a funnel? Probably, yeah.
0: <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to WeedandCliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.